Before committing your time to this episode, I want you to ask yourself one question and complete this episode only if the answer is yes. And the question is this. Do you want to be a millionaire? Greetings, my boys and my men. I'm your mentor, Rajiv, and I welcome you to the Mencyclopedia podcast with Raghu and Rajiv. A podcast made by men and for men exclusively. A community where we discuss men's interests and issues from a male perspective. The podcast that helps you lead a better life as a man and get more out of the male experience. Let's do this. Well, well, well. Still around, huh? So you want to be a millionaire. So without wasting any more of your time, I'm going to tell you my secret right now. Are you ready? Here it comes. Just don't do what I did. Yes, I'd have been a multi-millionaire if I had made different choices in my life. And such choices are made by each one of us, all our lives. And these are the choices that are keeping us from being truly wealthy, successful and happy. And that choice is to keep a comfortable fallback option in our lives. Choosing comfort and stability over discomfort, instability, uncertainty, struggle and heartache. And today I'll tell you my story. And it's a very difficult story for me to tell because it still makes me ball up my fist and bite hard on it every time I think about it. But I've decided to share my story with you guys as a cautionary tale so that you don't make the mistakes that I made. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you five lessons that I learned from my experience that will help you the next time you're making choices that are consequential in your life and your career. So be sure to stick around till the end. First, let me start with some background. After back-to-back successes of MTV Roadies and Spitzvilla, Raghu and I were thinking about our next step. I'm talking about around 2012. Even back then, smartphones and social media had taken over television in the youth culture in the country. Raghu and I wanted to stay ahead of this curve, so we didn't want to do just another reality show. We wiped the slate clean and started thinking afresh. In this new emerging social media environment, I considered four factors to help me arrive at a new idea. Factor 1. My social media was overcrowded by people who I shared very little in common with. People like school friends, distant family, you know, those kind of people. Factor number two. Every time I received a notification, my anxiety increased, not my excitement. Factor number three. Smartphone technology and social media were connecting people in more and more innovative ways. And the natural progression of this trend is that people will seek more meaningful connections. And finally, factor number four. Indian youth is passionate, but very few have a passion. People need a community to develop their interests into passions and to showcase themselves to the right audience. Who knows? It can start your career or enable you to leave your 9-to-5 job for a career in your passion. Based on these four factors, I created a new kind of social media. I called it the anti-social network. After about a year of developing this, I shared this concept with Raghu. If Raghu hadn't liked the idea, then obviously, I would have dropped it. But thankfully, Raghu understood the idea. He understood the power and the potential of this idea. And just like that, we had a vision. Now, this is where things get difficult. I was heading a company which gave me a very comfortable lifestyle and time off to do roadies and spitzvilla. 
How smart is it to leave everything and chase a dream, chase uncertainty? Many of us find ourselves at such crossroads in life. And this is where you have to walk the talk about passion and courage. Thankfully, Raghu was all in with me, as always. So we decided to take the plunge together. I quit my company, Raghu walked out of Rudy's, and we started a new company together. We further developed my idea of anti-social network into something that we now called Hobverse. Let me tell you a bit about it. There are two kinds of social media, okay? Horizontal social media and vertical social media. Horizontal social media is where people connect with other people that they know or they know of, even if they don't have anything in common. Some examples of that would be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the kind of stuff that we all use. The problem here is depth of engagement. Because we don't share many common interests, our interaction remains surface level. You know, sharing memes, travel photos, food photos, superficial updates, that kind of stuff. Very few people will say that they get value out of these interactions. In contrast to this, our vertical social media. This is a place where communities are based around an activity or interest. Typically, these communities are value generating, much more value generating than horizontal social media. People contribute more enthusiastically. Discussions tend to be more in-depth and useful to everybody in that community. Content is created with much more traction to its consumers. After all, it's vertical social media. It's all about depth of engagement and creating value. But the challenge here is scalability. How do you grow it? How do you, how do you drive mass adoption? How do you make it relevant for everybody? Hobverse was designed as a solution to this problem. A social media with the best of both worlds. The depth of engagement of vertical social media and the wide reach and universality of horizontal social media. Basically, a collection of passion and interest-based vertical social media, but it was so vast that it effectively operated as a horizontal social media. I know it's a little technical, the language, but you understand, right? There is a problem in the world of social media. There was a problem back then and we had the solution. Goldmine. So we got down to developing it. We hired a technical team and spent about a year and a half designing and building the product. And then we hit the investor circuit with Gusto. But we ran into a problem. I won't get into too much of detail here. But by then, the investor community was very wary of investing in social media. The question we encountered most often was, why do you think people will download and subscribe to one more social media app in a very saturated environment? Now, this is the face of a startup, which requires a lot of stamina. The playbook is simple. Try, fail, learn from those mistakes, course correct, and try again. Add infinitum. They say a diamond is just a coal that stuck to its job. And all we had to do was stick to ours. But there was a problem. Two and a half years of no income and self-financing the product team had seriously depleted our reserves. Both of us had responsibilities of wives, children, even elderly parents. Raghu went through a divorce and seriously struggled with focus. This is when temptation comes in. While all this was happening, India experienced its OTT boom. OTT is the name given to digital streaming platforms like Netflix, Hotstar, Amazon Prime, etc. There was a gold rush for content. And most of these platforms were in talk with our company to develop content for them. From our perspective, 
on one hand, we had a series of rejections about an untested social media app. And on the other, steady work and security and stability in a field that we are already experts at. The more the struggle continued, the more attractive the second option started looking to us. You see, men grew up with the idea of having one job, and that is to provide for the family. That's what the world makes us believe, and that is what we grow up aspiring towards. That is where we draw our self-worth from. So, struggle for us is a luxury. We can't afford it. At least, that's what we believe. We put tremendous pressure on ourselves to be successful, to be stable, and to provide stability for our family. And while I know this, I still could not resist the temptation. So one day we bit the bullet. We started producing formats for television and OTT platforms. We told ourselves that this is just to get the funds to further develop and launch and chase investment for hovers. But that was not the case. We were firmly back in the rat race. Ultimately, we had taken the easy way out. And let me tell you, content for commission is in no way a wealth-creating business model. Recently, I read an article about a similar startup to Hobverse launched in the US in 2020. And it had just been invested into at a valuation of over $200 million. Now, imagine if I did not have my fallback option and I had stuck to the job and found a way to make Hobverse work. This could have been me. See how my fallback actually held me back? Now, there are many reasons and factors behind the success or failure of startups. And who knows, I could have failed regardless. But what if? What if? A life of regret is much harder than a life of struggle. And while I don't regret much of my decisions after carefully thinking out my options, I do introspect and learn from those experiences. And this is what I've learned. These are the five lessons that I have learned from my experience and I'm going to share those with you right now. Lesson number one. Make sure that your chosen adventure is the right one. Do your research. Make sure you're passionate about it. Passion is what will give you stamina when things get tough. When I look back at my story, I don't think I was very passionate about building a social media app. I just had an insight and turns out that it was the right insight but I didn't have the skill set nor the appetite to build a social media app. Lesson number two. When you take the plunge, stick to it. Even when the going gets tough. Especially when things go tough because things are going to get tough. Expect it. Don't get blindsided by struggle. My problem is, I probably didn't expect things to be so tough. You know, I was a celebrity. And uh, I was very successful with the youth, so I, I assumed that the investors are going to take my word for my insight. But that didn't happen. I was blindsided by the struggle and therefore I struggled with it. So expect the struggle and plan for it. Lesson number three is, surround yourself with the right team. Raghu and I love each other to death, but we were probably not the best placed people with the right skill set to pull this off. If you don't have the right people and the right resources, nothing's going to work out. If things are not going well for you, introspect honestly. Maybe the problem is you and your team. You probably have to get the right team. That's lesson number three. Lesson number four is ask for help. 
you'll be surprised how many people will engage with you in a helpful manner. Lots of entrepreneurs themselves regularly and gladly mentor startups. There are many online communities discussing your area of interest. Engage with them. Seek help. And finally, lesson number five. Do not fall back on your backup option. You wanted to get out of it for a reason. That hasn't changed. You'll be miserable back where you started, suffering the same shit, but without the comfort of an escape plan anymore. There will be many problems, but there are always solutions. New team, new vision, pivot, get help, do all these things. Do not go back. That's lesson number five. So these are the lessons that I'm applying for my next passion project. I'll let you know if I find some new lessons this time around. I'll either be a success or I'll be wiser. That's it for today, my boys and my men. Now go forth and conquer. Let me know if you would have signed up on Hobverse if I had launched it. And if you've gone through something similar, what lesson can I learn from that? Talk to me. I'm here to listen. You can connect with me in the contact info given in the description of this podcast. Or just DM me in any of my social medias. Just hashtag Mencyclopedia and I will respond. See you. Take care. Be well.